The views and opinions expressed on the following program are those of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the policy or position of ONTV's management, staff, or board of directors. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Wrestling Tonight. I am your host, Mad Dog Butch. Joining me, as always, the Nelson Royal to my Sam Houston, Grace Beamer. And I apologize. Let me apologize if uh, I said that one before. These are old notes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's a new one. <laughs> our guest... This week, it's been a long time coming, and I want to thank him up front for his patience uh, because it's been it's been almost a year since we've been trying to Ooh. get this done because of the, the virus and uh, just other things that have popped up, conflict of schedules. It's been a long time, but thank you for taking time and showing us uh, patience in finally getting this done. Other than the Black Diamond, Jack Price. Hey, hey, man! How thanks doing, for Jack? having me. I'm good, man. Um, <laughs> like you said, it's been a long time. We we've been trying to get this set up, and um, like I really wanted to do the show. You yeah. know, you was you was you was with me since since day one, so I really wanted to do your show. You know, something I wouldn't say like like I'm giving back, but you know, I I just appreciate you know, you showing support from, from the beginning. So I really wanted to do your show. So. Oh. oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And I, I will, I will mention that. Uh, I will mention the first time that I saw you. I know I mentioned this to you in the past, but, uh, but we will, we will definitely talk about that. Um, and I know, uh, well, first of all, I just want to say this, um, Obviously, we this is a different look. We're we're obviously not in the studio uh, because of the COVID restrictions. So, uh, anybody watching this, just uh, bear with us. This is the first time that we've done it this way, but uh, I think it'll I think it'll go fine. Um, normally, originally, I was going to have you. We were going to have you in the studio. Obviously, we couldn't do that. Um, and I always like to give a gift to. Uh, to our guest. Um, so I've had this for about a year for you. Um, oh! So I'll have to send. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you via 
snail mail, but uh, you know, this was a year ago, so I think you might have outgrown this <laughs> by now. From the pictures I've seen on Facebook, I don't know if you'll oh, still fit man. in this. <clears throat> hey, I'll I will still try. But, but uh, <laughs> all right, I'll I'll send that to you uh, when I get that's, a chance. That's cool. Um, man. <laughs> <laughs> one one thing that uh, I did want to say. Um, a few years ago, I, I don't remember exactly what year, but uh, ONTV did a interview with you uh, for your career up till till that point in time. So we, if anybody has seen that, just uh, bear with us because we're going to cover some of the same territory today. Um, okay. You know, it's been a little while, but right. Uh, <laughs> but the first thing I always ask is, uh, what what were some of some of your very first memories of of professional <coughs> excuse me of professional wrestling um like the first the first match i ever seen was was like on um with my granddaddy he had a tape of it or whatever but it was it was hogan and warrior at uh mania so i was okay. I, I was hooked i was hooked on the like you know the lights and the crowd and all that and then, uh, but I, I didn't really understand it. You know, I was young, but, um, but when I got old enough to understand it, it was, um, it was really like the, the pre-attitude area era. So it wasn't, they wasn't quite there yet, but they was getting there. So like Rocky Maivia came out, was coming out. The Rainmaster was out, you know, stuff like that. So, um, that's when I really started getting into it and, and wanting to be a wrestler. So, so I would, so to answer your question, um, it would be, uh, Rocky Maivia when he was Rocky Maivia, uh, like Savio Vega. I, I don't know why I like Savio Vega, but I, <laughs> I like Savio good, Vega. Yeah, he was good. good. Yeah. He was good. Um, and I was a, a huge fan of Rey Mysterio, like WCW Rey Mysterio. Like, that was my guy. That's who I wanted to be like, like so bad. But um, that that's my fondest memories of <laughs> what I can think of. Like off the top, of my memory sucks. I was on a podcast yesterday, and they was they was asking the same thing. You know, similar questions. I was like, look, my memory sucks, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out. <laughs> so, so that was basically like the pre Monday Night War era then, right? Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, one thing about Savio Vega that's funny that you mentioned him. I was just watching some of his old stuff the other day. Um he was like a huge star in Puerto Rico before he went to WWE as as TNT. And mm -hmm. I just remember like the wrestling magazines were like crazy. I mean he was like he was like the huge thing before there. I think that I think he sort of got watered down a little bit yep. in WWE compared to, I mean, that happens a lot, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people, people that are only familiar with his work in WWE, I don't think get the complete picture of, of what he was mm -hmm. actually capable of. He was so good though. Like I, I like, I was more of a um, like a mid card wrestler. Like I liked all the mid card wrestlers. Just saying, like they put in the most work. Like the guys at the top, not not knocking them, but 
between like the mid card and the the under card put in the most work because they're trying to get to the top card, you know. So but Savio Vega, he was he was a workhorse. Like he was pretty good. Oh yeah. I used to have a poster of him when he had his uh paint on, you know, from his Puerto Rican days in my room. That's <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, I, was, I, I was a, I was a fan of his music. Like if your music, if your music can get me, then I, I'm a fan for some reason. I don't know why, but like his music, it was the do 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 no do 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 do, and I was and I was hooked. I was like, oh, I like Savio. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that has a lot to do with it, especially back then, you know. Yeah. So, I so was there any? And I know you mentioned Hogan and Warrior, but as time went on, maybe when you start to understand it a little bit. A, a little bit more. Are there any matches, specific matches from that era, that uh, that stand out as as some of your favorites? Um, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio, and uh, I want to say it was Halloween Havoc. The uh, one where Ray, the, yeah, the one where Ray had the the Phantom, the the purple. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that match is amazing. Still to this That's day. Yeah, <laughs> still holds that's up. my favorite. That's my favorite match of all time. Heck okay, yeah, those guys. Those guys were as good as, uh, maybe even better than Dynamite Kid and Tiger Mask in the, you know, in the early '80s in Japan. Those guys were great. Mm-hmm. So, so like later on, I, I mean, I, I know you've told me in the past that like. Uh, you know, a couple other wrestlers that you didn't mention that that you kind of uh, kind of admired, like like Arn Anderson. Am I? Oh, yeah, that's my guy. That's my favorite wrestler. That's my number one wrestler of all time. Like Arn so, Anderson was so he was so underrated, and like um, like I wouldn't say Ric Flair was overshadowing the rest of the Horsemen, but you know he was he wasn't getting enough attention. As Ric Flair, as Ric Flair, because you know Ric Flair is the man, but Iron Anderson, he was he was so smooth, so underrated, and that's what that's what I liked about him. And like he can talk on a mic, he was he was so good. Yes, judging, judging from your uh, picks here for your favorite wrestlers, it kind of sounds like you got it early on, like you you know that you kind of understood what the business was about because if, if you like Arn over Flair or some of the other guys then uh, did you kind of get the business early on figure out what they're trying to do and then that's kind of how you like different guys um, or did their character just grab you I, th I think their character grabbed me I, oh, okay. I got I got hooked with the character but but like with the good what you just said that's, that's true too but that i i got like that at a at an older stance you know like i really you know did background like research you know and i was like and i really appreciated the more after that so <laughs> that's awesome art anderson the man yeah yeah the enforcer yeah you you were kind of like us as well, though, with the with the mid card thing, because I mean, even to this day, my favorite wrestler of all time is beautiful Bobby Eaton, and um, he, uh, you know, him and Arn had some great matches at, at one point. Mm -hmm. That might have been a little bit before you started watching it, or right around that time. But uh, 
but some of those matches that those guys had were were amazing. Um, but uh, so, um, like when you were growing up, like how how often did you? I mean, did you just watch wrestling every time it was on? Or did you watch all types of wrestling, or were you were you kind of more a WWF guy, or or a WCW guy, or or did it not matter? Uh, I hated WCW when I was young, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but when I got older, I I liked it. But when I was younger, I hated it because I didn't know nobody. I didn't know okay. none of those o- older wrestlers. You know, all I knew was the new school wrestlers. So it was. And then it felt like, I don't know, it just felt like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's like the camera angles was off, and I just couldn't get into it. it I couldn't get into it. And then um, when I got in my teenager years, you know, older teenager years, then I started watching WCW. And I was like, man, I think WCW was better than WWF, you know, <laughs> at that at that time. So it's weird, but what do you I, was, I was a... Uh, like when you look back, like when you're a kid and you and you saw the WWF product, and then, oh yeah, you're in your car, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so when you saw the WWF as a kid, and then now you look back at it, and you've probably seen some of the older WCW NWA stuff. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have a preference? Do you like the older WCW, or do you still like the older WWF? As far as what you look, how how you look at the business now, uh, I like the older WCW. Nice. It's not like the WWF was, was bad or anything, but it was just no, it wasn't presentation, you know. Right. Yep. Yep. So, did you like? Uh, did you actually like collect and buy like wrestling related I- items and you know toys and? stuff like that too or or did you just strictly kind of watch it on tv um i wasn't a collector and i wish i was a collector but i I wasn't a collector but i i did buy toys like i and i had my own little wrestling um company with the toys for others and uh but yeah it wasn't just it wasn't just with the wrestling toys it was with any any type of toy so i had power rangers i had uh uh uh, what's that cartoon? Bike, biker mice from Mars. I think that's how it goes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I had those. Um, I had any type of toy who can who can move their arms and legs. They were they were a wrestler, and um, <laughs> so that's how I did it. And then I I made up pay per views. I made up my own uh pay per views. I think I wish I kept all this. Like looking back at it, I wish I kept everything. But um. I made up all pay-per-views. It was like every, it was like I had dates for the pay-per-view. Uh, my wrestling ring was like, if so if you go up, you know how you go up a staircase and then you got to turn to go up a second staircase. So, you know, that little, that little yeah. block that's right there. Yeah. That was, that was my ring. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I used that as a ring, but it, it was fun. Yeah, but I wish have- I was a, coll- a, a collector though. I, uh, that's one thing I regret. Like seeing seeing how things going now, I I never thought of that. I was like, man, I ain't collecting that goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> See, they but I, that was like a novelty. Now they're all over the place, but you know they they came out when we were kind of first getting into wrestling. <laughs> um, 
and I mean there there had been other versions, but more like like foreign ones, like you know Japan, Mexico. But you know the LJN line from WWF, the uh, the AWA line from Remco, those were like the first ones that uh, that we had as a kid. So I mean that like hooked me. I mean you know I I still buy them, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the ones that they have now. I mean, we, we took a break, I think, during the Hasbro era and a lot of the Jacks era. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so my, my ring was a, uh, a half of, like, a shipping box or something like that <laughs> that had, like, styrofoam on it. So I used that for a long time. Uh, Brace Beamer, though, he, he used to create these amazing rings. He, he, he like, uh, he'd get, like, the ropes like like AWA made like a little ring, is that what mm-hmm. you did? Did you get the ropes out of there? Yeah, and then for you'd the like most part. make your own. Yeah, I bought a couple ropes too, but yeah, just use wood and you know glue everything in, get the ropes <laughs> around and put like a piece of styrofoam over the middle, and it made like the, you know, it made like the noise like when you slam somebody on the on the ring, it would make like a similar noise. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Cool. Uh, so, so Jack, do you remember, uh, like your first live wrestling event that you attended ah. as a, as a fan? Um, yeah, it was a Monday night raw, uh, at the Van Andor arena. I was like 15 or 16, one of the two, but, um, it was, it was a Monday night raw and it was when, uh, I want to I don't think it's when it's when the rock I think it was the rock and Eddie. Like Eddie he was he was like Latino heat Eddie. Yeah. Like coming coming up and then the rock he was the champ and then uh the rock cut a promo on Eddie and uh but that was a good match. They had a good match there. But I think I think that was it. It was either that one or it's the one where Brock Lesnar came and um I don't think it was that one though, but Brock Lesnar Lesnar, uh, F. Byron Rikishi. I was at that one too, though, but I don't oh. think it was. I think it was the Rock and, and Eddie one, though. Okay. Where was that arena at? Uh, Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, <clears throat> you grew up out that way, right? Yep. Okay. So, how did you end up around more of this area? because you ended up in uh, the promotion based out of Flint, the Michigan Wrestling Organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just, as an adult, you moved, moved back this way or, or what? Uh, no. Uh, so I, I, I was in Grand Rapids and then at my, going into my junior year of high school, um, like me and my mom had a little, you know, um, bumping heads, I guess, over okay. the summer. And, um, all of us. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, she, like, she always used to, I wouldn't say threaten me, but, like, always used to say, like, oh, you're, you're moving with your grandma to Flint, Michigan, and it never happened, you know. So oh, okay. she, she said that, and I didn't think nothing of it. You know, I'm like, yeah, whatever, she's bluffing, you know. So the first day of, first day of school, uh, my, my best friend, he was coming to pick me up like normal. 
And then I had, I was going out the door and she was sitting on the couch and she like, where are you going? And I'm like, to school. And then she like, no, you're not. Your bus leave, your bus leave at 1.30. And I'm like, what? what? And so, uh, <laughs> so um, I packed my stuff and then she took me to the bus station and I came, came to Flint to live with my grandma. And then um, I've been here ever since. <laughs> Well, you shouldn't have oh, broke all that furniture rustling around the house. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's how I ended up in, in. See, I was born in Flint, but I wasn't raised in Flint. But that's how that's how I came back to Flint. Okay, so what? So you finished out your junior year and, and senior year of of high school in Flint, or or no? So I um, so it's weird because at that time, so that would have been. 2002 I think but at that time it was something going on with the high school it's like like the kids was shooting the teacher not shooting the teachers but like fighting the uh -huh. teacher it was something it was something like weird going on at that time and then my mom didn't want me to go to a public school so she told me she told my aunt to uh apply me to Flint Genesee job course okay. and uh so she did that and it took forever for them to reply. So I, I thought I wasn't going to get in. So I went to a, I went to go apply for a public school. And soon I was, soon as I was about to get my schedule, then Flint, Flint Genesee Job Corps called and said, uh, you're, you're, uh, you got to come in Tuesday. And that's the input day. And I'm like, what? Man? So I had a, I went to Job Corps and, uh, and I got my GED. And nothing's wrong. I just want to say this because I got this all my life. Nothing is wrong with a GED, people. Like it's just to me, it's the same thing as a high school diploma, and it, it, it's the same. It's the same to me. So it is. It counts. I, just, it counts the same. Yeah, I was gonna say. Know? I was gonna say the same thing. It's just. It's it's the same thing, right? Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. And like, um, so I went. I went to job course. And like you, you had to be 18 to take your GED, but I was only 17. But I, I passed all my classes to be eligible for it. It's just my age. I, I wasn't the correct age. So the teacher, I will never forget her, but she saved me to get out of there. <laughs> her name is Miss. Her name is Miss Reyes, and I was like, she was like, look. I'm gonna sneak you in here. You only get one time, and I'm like, that's all I need. Just let me go in here and take this test, you know. And I okay. took the test, and um, it was so easy. I was like, this, <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't study. I didn't, I didn't do nothing. And it was like, I actually went to a party the day before, and my grandma like, don't you have a test tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, Granny, you know, don't worry about it. And she's like, all right. And so, um, <laughs> so I took the test, and I was. I was just so like shocked. I'm like, this is seriously a test, and it it, it wasn't hard, but it, it was ready. Like I I went over it when I was in high school already. I'm like, this is easy, you know. And I just you know yeah. did the thing, and then oh. um after that uh so I passed, and then I got an award for I got the second highest score. Out the out the group that I went with, I got okay. the second highest score, so, so I got an award for it. But it was weird because everybody, because I'm a I was a quiet kid. Like I'm I'm quiet, but I'm not. I got to get <laughs> to know you first, you know, <laughs> to open yeah, up. Right. But right. But everybody thought, you know, people didn't think I was like book smart really. So when they okay. named off 
you know, the, the first place. And then he only beat me by two points. And then they named me off. And then I stood up. And then, you know, everybody giving me the look like, what? You know, um, I'm like, man. <laughs> and then um, so after that, I started tutoring people who was um, failing the test all the time. So I started tutoring people. And then I had oh. to get a trade. And my trade was um, accounting, which was. Oh, oh really? I, yeah, I hated accounting. But yeah, I, just, I, I, just needed, I just needed something that I can do real quick and get out. I just wanted to get out. That was my whole purpose. Get out. Right. And, and uh, they kept me there for like six months after I completed. I had to tutor people. I had to do um, like orientation, like be the speaker for orientation, like, oh, Job Corps is a good place to come, guys. You know, you can do this, do that, you know. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> hey, well, after after you're done wrestling or if you want to become a manager, you can use the moniker of the brain. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so, so was it around this time that you became aware of the MWO? Or, oh, or were no. you... So, no. I didn't know nothing about MWO. So I so I, I graduated in 03, and then I don't know what I did after that. But um, Did you do any backyard backyard wrestling or anything uh, like that? Well, not like, not really. I did, like, we used to wrestle at recess, if that counts. Yeah. Uh, we, sure. we used to make the little... Uh, cardboard box belts and then every at recess you go out and wrestle and all that and i did a i did a 450 that's the only time i ever i would never try that again but i did that in sixth grade so <laughs> but um i found out about mwo as an adult so in 2008 nine one of those uh i went to terry's lounge i just i just went to terry's lounge just to go you know i didn't i didn't oh. know he was wrestling I didn't know it was wrestling in there, and then I went in there, and I'm like, man, there's some wrestling, you know, I'm like, what the heck's going on, so, you know, I was intrigued just because it was wrestling, and then I'm like, yeah. man, how do I, how do I get in this, and then, uh, I don't know how I got the opportunity, oh, uh, I don't, you know General Dave? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I, w I, w yeah. I was in a bowling league with him. Okay. And uh, I, I was telling him, like, hey, man, I've seen this wrestling thing at Terry's Lounge. You know, I want to get in it. And he knows Levi Blue, who is my trainer. And he was right. like, oh, I know, you know, I know Levi Blue and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, what? He's like, I'll put it in the word for you. I'm like, sweet. And then next time I went, it was it was on from there. So <laughs> Yeah, that was my so, era when I was with MWO. It was like 2008, like around there. Huh. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Terry's was a nice place. It was a cool place for wrestling. Sometimes yeah. we packed that place, you know. <laughs> yeah. That was that was that was an awesome venue. Uh, that really was. So, <clears throat> so between that time, did you? So you didn't really have any any plans to be involved in wrestling. Like you know, that was a a, a lifetime plan. Like man, I wanted to be a wrestler, but I I never. I never knew a way to get in it. Like I, I didn't, I didn't even. This is the guy down the street. Like I didn't even know it was an independent scene. Like I ain't <laughs> okay. know nothing. 
Like, I didn't oh. know anything. And then it was just, um, so from, so I got there in 2009. I think I was about 24 in 2009. So, so from, uh, 18 to 24, I didn't do nothing but work and, and watch okay. wrestling on TV, but okay, that's it. Now, you, <laughs> you mentioned before that when you first, I, I guess it might have been when you first went to Jason Klaus, mm-hmm. uh, the the guy that runs it. Um, he told you that he had an idea for a wrestler that was going to lose every match. Is that is that correct? <laughs> that is very correct. That was the first time. So so that's what it was. So the first time I went, I did talk to Jason, and he was like, "Yeah." I'm looking. I'm looking for a guy to lose every match, and I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "You know, I didn't. I didn't understand the business. Like, if if that happened to me now, I will agree. I like, I'll accept it. Like, because it's not about winning or losing." But, well, um, let, me, let me just let me just say this real quick. Whenever they do that to a guy, he ends up getting over huge. It seems like now. I mean, even right, right. <laughs> even in the old days, like uh, there was a guy named Mike Boyette that they did that to at UWF. But he was getting so much TV time, and, and the crowd was, like, rooting for him, you know. And then it, something stupid would happen, and he'd, he'd, like, screw something up himself, and he'd lose the match. But almost any time that happens, Jake the Mc, Milkman Milligan and AWA, I'm going back a ways. But uh, but those guys got, always got over huge. But but that's the thing. Like, people don't think of that, though. Like, you know, no. people, like, people are like, I want to win. Like, I'm not losing every match, you know. But, um. <laughs> That was exactly what, you know, Jason, like, I mean, I'm looking for a guy to lose every match. And I was like, yeah, how about no, you know? And I, <laughs> so, and then I, and then I talked to General Dave, and then he was like, I'll talk to him, and then we talked again. And I don't, I don't know if Jason remembered me, though, like, when I came back the second time. I don't know if he remembered me, but uh, then I was a cameraman. I started off a cameraman, then I went to a ref. And then people started cheering me as a ref. That was weird. And then, <laughs> oh, really? Uh, I had my own theme music as a ref. And I was coming out. <laughs> and then uh, um, and then I transitioned into a wrestler. Excuse me. And then my first match was against uh, my guy, Jason Platinum. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he's a good yeah. guy. Hey, did, you win, <laughs> did you win that one? Um, <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I did. Okay. How how long did it take you? You you mentioned, you know, that you 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 don't care about the losing part of it. How uh-huh. many years how many years in the business or how many matches or whatever did it take you to understand that part of wrestling? That was the hardest part to understand though, cuz I I went through a phase where I was upset that I kept losing though. And it was like and then uh I don't know who to me he was like you know it's not about losing you know it's about making your opponent look good skip all that noise you know like i keep losing <laughs> but um <laughs> so i think i want to i want to think like halfway in like it clicked to me like everything starts like it's weird because people a lot of people like i don't get it you know i don't get you know how to put this move here or put that move there but like it just clicked to me like I don't know how it was like oh I get it now you know but um okay I would to answer the question though I think it's like halfway through 
Like I, I started understanding. I'm like, okay, now I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it takes a while. That's for sure. Yeah, that would take a long, a long time. Like psychology of a match, yeah. like that is you can't, you can't teach that. And a lot of, and that's why a lot of people get mad about. Like I don't understand psychology. I'm like I don't either. But you, you just, got, <laughs> you just got to do it. You know. <laughs> right. Now I, I know I've talked to you about this before too. Um, so the first time that I saw you, uh, you wrestled, uh, cause we, uh-huh. we had kind of, so this, I, I'm not sure what year this was, but we had kind of gotten away from the MWO cause we were there probably a year or two before, before that with you or right around that. But, um, but, uh, it was Levi blues. I believe it was his first retirement from the MWO. I don't even remember where uh what venue it was at but uh you wrestled eric copeland and uh, uh, i know what you're talking about yeah because i had never i had never seen you before and you came out the crowd was going crazy for you um <coughs> you looked good but you know i i was like yeah when, when this guy wrestles he's not gonna be any good but <laughs> uh, <laughs> But you, you like, I was like really impressed with with that match, and I know that you've told me that you thought you sucked at that at that point. But, I was, hey, but I was just about to say that, like, dude, I sucked <laughs> so bad. Back <laughs> okay, but there was just something about that match. I don't know if it was just like the flow of it. Um, I, I think it was partially because you guys weren't rushing it, and mm-hmm. you just you, you you let everything play out. I mean, everything everything made sense to me. What you guys we did? At, we was at the Holiday Inn. Okay. Yes. Okay, I remember now. Yep. Yeah. And it, that's when I, he, I believe it was for a title. And yep. He took the. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember if you won or lost the belt. He he won the Great Lakes title from me. Okay. Yeah. That's the, I, that's the that's the match I hit myself with the chair. So I hit the ropes and then the chair the chair ricocheted off and hit me <laughs> and then I turned around and that's when he and that's when he speared me okay will, yeah, now that you mentioned that I do remember the spear yeah you haven't and, uh, wrestled yeah. until you wrestled in a holiday inn <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious <laughs> yeah we yeah, we had uh, we were there years and years ago yeah, um, with, uh, Joe Bruce crazy <laughs> yeah yeah with uh, the guys that would eventually become ICP but um <laughs> Yeah, uh, Brace Beamer probably remembers that, because I, 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 I think I don't know if he was supposed to go or not, but I remember calling him after, and I, and I, I like put you over huge. Yeah, you him. did. I was gonna oh. say that. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, man, they got this. They got this new guy. Yep. I was like, the crowd's crazy for him. He like knows what he's doing in there, and uh, I thought I did. I know that I've told you this <laughs> before too. I know that I've told you this before too, but. Uh, you originally reminded me, and I'm not even sure how how much you're familiar with this wrestler, and it's not a knock, uh, uh-huh. but I, I know that I've told you in the past that originally you reminded me of Ranger Ross. Uh, do you remember that wrestler in WCW at all? I have no idea who that is. Now I'm going to no, look him up, though. I'm going to look him up now. Okay. <laughs> just just for the record, I don't feel that way anymore. You you've, uh, <laughs> you know, You've turned into your own your own guy you know you've grown into your own wrestler but uh but yeah like at, at first I, you remind me of him um 
And so I, I'd like, I just looked him up recently. I did not know uh-huh. this because he was like, he was like a mid Carter in WCW, but he was still a pretty big name. They made a big deal about him. And, uh, and then he just disappeared. Like he was gone before the Monday night war era and everything. And I didn't know why. So I just like looked him up. I got curious the other day. Apparently he went to prison for robbing banks on his motorcycle. They called him the, the motorcycle bandit or something like that. So, no kidding. So oh, wow. So, you know, if you ever want to change your gimmick up down the road, motorcycle right, bandit. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so besides that, uh, is there any uh, matches that uh, stick out for you? as memorable in the MWO besides we're going to get to the uh, feud with apocalypse. But uh, before that, any, any other matches that, that kind of stick out in your mind? Um, I love the matches I had with um, uh, Klaus, Jason Klaus. I always try, you know, one of my favorite wrestlers is the rock. And then Jason reminds you of stone cold, you know? So that was, that was the vision I had in my head, like Rock versus Austin type. So um, that right. that was always that was always fun. And then um, you know the match I had with uh, the late um, Jeff Klaus, and like teaming up with teaming up with him, that was that was always fun. Like that was my guy, man. And uh, he's a great guy. Yeah. So like teaming with Jeff having matches with with jason and uh it was somebody else that i that i like you said apocalypse so we ain't saying him it was it was another wrestler it was another wrestler who i like to wrestle oh uh, well, okay clayton, Chris, clayton was good that's 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 what i was just gonna say because uh yeah. i remember seeing the match that you i think it was at your daughter's school right when you won you guys, you guys uh, did some show, and I thought a it, ladder match. No, no, no. I, I think, think it was, it was a cage when, match. No, no, no. This, this was just a regular match, and I think it was when you won the belt uh, from Clayton. Oh, uh, yeah. I did that. I did that. Crowd, I that. That was a ladder match. That was at that was at Bentley's. Uh, what, did did you, you one, wrestle at your? You didn't you wrestle at your daughter's school though? At one point, I did. I did, but that that one was that one was against Skull. Man, dude, I remember I remember you giving Clayton the 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 frog splash, and the crowd went insane. Like all those kids just went crazy. I I swear that that was that match. No, you talking? Okay, you talking about um, what's the name of that school? Because it was it was a fatal four way. It was it was me oh, okay. Clayton, so, somebody, and I can't think of the other two, but I did frog splash Clayton though. Okay, all right, I might be, uh, I might. I can't think of the name of that school though. That that wasn't my daughter's school. That was a, uh, I don't know how we got in contact with that, like how we got that venue, but. Okay. All right. I remember yeah, I was... the crowd going nuts on that one. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one. I think it was out there on the internet or something. And I saw that. Because I remember the next time I saw him, I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> <That crowd's enough. laughs> 
yeah that yeah, yeah that just that like just just stuck out in my head i mean you know it was probably the acoustics of the gym too but it just yeah. sounded so loud all the kids were like going insane for the, the one that i'm thinking of anyway yeah it was it was myself clayton apocalypse and i want to i want to say Leedy, but i remember that one because apocalypse did a uh he did a dive to the outside yeah, and he hit his yeah. head. He hit his head on the on the floor, that's, and he was he was busted open. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, I, yeah, I remember that now. Mm-hmm. Hey, who who was your uh, Klaus? Who that's like who your... it was. It was it was Clayton, myself, Apocalypse, and Klaus. That's who it was. Okay, okay. Who who was your My mentor? Coming to me. Who My mentor. Coming up. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, um, it's a couple of them, you know. Yeah, so, uh, you know, of course, Levi Blue. Uh, he always seen something in me from the start. Um, oh, yeah, great guy. Yeah, and then um, my main person, though, was my guy, uh, Aaron O'Ryan. Nice. Yeah, so me was and him, he, you know, we're back. Huh? Was, was he, he wasn't still around in the MWO at that time, though, was he? Or was he? Because wasn't he in the military at that time? Um, I could be wrong. He he left. He left. Uh, he went to the military, and I I want to say like 2013 ish or two two 2012 2013. Because when I left okay. the MWO in 2015, that's when he was coming back. Oh okay. Uh, but um, so, no, go ahead. Yeah, so Aaron Orion and my we stayed in contact. I sent him matches, you know. He critiqued them, um, uh, and you know that's how I got better. He the one who helped me understand how to click. Like he was like, "It's just gonna happen, bro." And I'm like, "Man, it's not happening." And he was like, "It's just gonna happen." And then okay. uh, one day. It just happened. I was like, I get it. And then as I started sending him my matches, he was like, man, this is way better than, you know, what you used to send me, you know, stuff like that. So okay, I give a lot of credit to my, my guy, Aaron Orion, even though I'm the older guy. He's, <laughs> he's older. He's older in the wrestling business. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so we'll, we'll finish up here in the MWO era of your career, but, um, the uh, your feud with Apocalypse, uh, the cage match that you had at uh, one of which I, I don't remember which WrestleRama it was, uh, but it was at the uh, the Birch Run Expo Center. Um, then not not too long after that, you guys were were a tag team, that lasted for a while until mm-hmm. and but uh, but uh, what anything stick out? Um, you know, as far as that goes, uh, the matches you had with Apocalypse or, or teaming up with Apocalypse or, or both? Um, so the, the match with Apocalypse, that was, that was scary. Not, it was scary, not because of who I was wrestling, but it was just, it was scary because I just wanted it to, to go well, you know, and, um, like it flowed, it flowed so good. Like that's one of my top matches as a as a 
pro wrestler, independent wrestler, and uh, like he's so good. Like he's he's so underrated. He's he was a he's a good wrestler. I wish he was still wrestling, but he's a good wrestler. Uh, he was so so agile. He can do whatever. And um, but the the main thing with with Apocalypse, I always wanted to pick him up on my shoulders, and that was the main goal that I wanted to do. And uh, when I did it, I was like, man, this is nothing. But at the time, at the time I was about a, <laughs> at the time I was like a hundred and about sixty five pounds or whatever. But jeez, oh, I, I, <laughs> I got him on my shoulder, and I was like, oh man, you know. But you know. Uh, he made it easy. He went like he was. He had a dead weight. He, you know, he got up there and I and I he posed and he and he let me be a star. So I appreciate uh, Apocalypse for that. Tagging with him, that was that was fun. That was just like at first I didn't want to do it because I, I I hated tag team wrestling and like I didn't because I I didn't understand it. Like uh, I felt like it was taken away like my spotlight in a selfish way you know but uh okay so i didn't under i didn't understand it but once i tagged with him it wasn't it wasn't about tag it was just having fun it was just out there having fun you know so that was a fun moment uh in my mwo career <laughs> yeah you guys were called uh salt and pepper correct Salt and pepper, and I was and I was salt, and he was pepper. Yeah, man. <laughs> Apocalypse. He was like three hundred pounds. He's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. So that so that eventually led the the tag team eventually led to the last day that uh, you were in the MWO. Well, not <laughs> technically the last day you were in the MWO. <clears throat> um, the breakup of your tag team. And then, which led to the match between you two, which uh, which was a loser. Was that a loser leap town? Is that is that what yeah. the stipulation was? Okay, yep. I was there, and um, it it was emotional for a lot of people. I, I mean, it, it, you know, even I got caught up in the emotion. The crowd was like very emotional. Uh, yeah. Was that uh, was that a, a hard? A hard decision for you to make to leave the MWO at that time. Um, you see, so to clarify things, a lot of people thought, like I just, you know, I had the big head, like I thought I was a star that I that I wasn't, and I just left. But that that wasn't it. Like I had a, I had a sit down with Jason, like years before this day, you know, and I was um. And I told we talked, and I was like, I wanna, I wanna try the indie scenes out, but I wanna get my my life together first. As far as I had to, you know, pay off all my tickets and uh, to get my <laughs> license back, and uh, oh, okay. I want, I wanted a reliable car, you know, give me a place to stay, you know, all that type, you know, life stuff. So right. around that time. Um, cause my goal was to go to, to Booker T school down in Houston. That was, that was my goal. But, uh, so around that time, uh, you know, I met my, uh, my wife now, then she was my girlfriend, but I had my wife and then, you know, we had the kids 
And then it was just like, all right, I think I think I'm ready, you know. And um, uh, a promotion seen me wrestle at this other at this other promotion, and he approached me. He was like, hey man, I want you at my promotion, and I'm like, man, you know that was, that was cool. So I was like, all right. So all these any promotions started coming at me. So I'm like, all right, it's just I guess it's time to do it. I I would take this shot, and then I approached Jason, and he was. You know, like you guys know, Jason. Jason, he's he's not intimidating, but he it's like he's a uh, like a fatherly figure that like when you <laughs> when you right. have a talk when you have this talk going on, you just like you know. Like <laughs> but right. but he ex- he accepted he accepted my decision with open arms. It was it was no like why you want to do that type. It was like you deserve this and he get, he gave me a big hug he was like go be a star that you are meant to be he was like the mwo was just your stepping stone to get right. you know wherever you're heading to and i was like man and i wasn't expecting that and then i started getting all emotional and crying <laughs> and stuff and i hate that <laughs> but um yeah so <laughs> so that's how that all you know then my last match was with apocalypse you know we had the lifelong few so it was all it was it was an emotional day man i i cried after the match and uh yeah i, talked I cried to you before that. the match yeah yeah i i, I talked <laughs> to you and actually uh actually you had told me that at that point too you were like you know basically what you just said but you know you were like you were like hey i gotta if i'm gonna do this if i'm really gonna do this i need to do it now so um mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anybody would fault you for that, um, but and look and look look what it's it's uh, become so far. Right, right. Yeah, hell, Jason does a great job with the MWO. I always thought, like when I started working for him, and you know, anytime I go back there when we we're doing the TV shows and all that, great job. I think he runs that. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I think he runs that a lot better than some of the you know other independent promotions. I think he does a great mm-hmm. job. That was a good, great place to start, man. Even if oh, you yeah. wanted to stay there, just good stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely would not want that job. That would be like uh, hurting cats most of the time. It seems like it. <laughs> but, uh, so so you did not, uh, or we'll, we'll get into your, uh, your post-MWO career now. Um, you did not immediately form or, or at least hook up with the death threat army or, or am I wrong? Um, like Aaron, he wasn't, he wasn't back in Michigan yet. So like we talked about, like he had, he was, he was using the death threat army name down in Georgia. That's what it, that's where it originated from. And, um, um, so he moved back and he wanted to really do something with that name. And then he was like, uh, and um, so what happened was a promotion needed a tag team, a babyface tag team and a wrestler, the uh, kid hybrid or Orlando Christopher. He was like, I know, I know a couple guys. So he hit us up like, Hey guys, can you make it, you know, here and we need a babyface tag team. We like, all right. So we got gear made. Uh, we went there, and then we got a. That was our first time tagging, and we had so much chemistry together. 
and then we was like, oh, and then he was like, we got to do it. And then, and then that's how it happened. That's how Death Threat was born here okay. in the Midwest. So, so you two were the original Michigan members. Is that correct? Right. Uh, well, him, him and, um, uh, I'm trying to think of his, his gimmick name. <laughs> uh, you might know him as, uh, Christopher Saint. That's his, I couldn't think of that for nothing. Christopher Saint. Him and Christopher Saint was the original yeah, a, Michigan, uh, death. Right. Okay. Death Another Red Army. Alumni, there. Yep, he was. He was Jamie Malibu. That's Mal- what I was Malibu. thinking of, right. Jamie Malibu. But yeah. um, they was doing a. De- yeah. I like. They Malibu. was doing That's a death threat, and then, uh, took a break, and then Orion, you know, he was jumping tag team to tag team. Okay. And then he and I got together, and then we just we've been stuck. Can't, I can't get them off me. Like, watch out, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, do you do you prefer, uh, maybe even up to this point we're talking about, did you have a preference for being, like, a bad guy or a good guy? Uh, <clears throat> I like either or, but a lot of promotions say, uh, how can you be a bad guy because everybody likes you? And I'm like, and I'm like, that's not my... <laughs> I'm like, that's not my fault, you know? Like, it don't matter if I come out and be like, you know, like, your, uh, like, your mom sucked toes or, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. And they and and they would cheer, though. they were like, yeah! And I'm like, what the heck, man? Like, what can I... <laughs> and then they like, you can't be bad. But um, I like to be the bad guy because it, it's, it's fun. Like, I like to be a good guy. It's, it's the same character to me. Like... Uh, yeah. Like I tell my guys, just be you. Just be the same character. You don't got to be all, uh, like when you're a baby, you don't got to be all like, come on, guy. I hate that. With I hate, oh, my God, I hate that. Uh, <laughs> but you, you know, know yeah, you, you. Me too. I thought the same <laughs> thing. I thought the same thing when, when you started, I think when you were being a bad guy or a heel in the MWO. I think I even uh-huh. remember telling Butch, I'm like, man, he can't be a bad guy. Look at him. He's always smiling. Look <laughs> at this interview. You haven't yeah, stopped that's, smiling that's yet. Exact, that's, exactly what, <laughs> that's exactly what they said. They say you yeah. smile too much. And I'm like, I can't help it. But that's that's a good thing, though. There's like, um, and then this promotion in, in Ohio, he, he was just like, keep doing it. And then, uh, so I started doing it. And then I started, as a heel, getting a bigger pop than the baby faces. It was yeah. weird, but yeah, you can't I, I like it both, guy. though. You would have to put a hood on, you know, or a hat <laughs> to be a bad guy. Right, right. <laughs> uh, oh, man. When you adopt the, uh, the motorcycle bandit gimmick, then, uh, you know, just wear a mask. Yeah, we can get. Right. <laughs> then you can pull it off. Yeah, because guys right. with masks cool, right, Mad Dog? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, like those early days, was it was it was it weird for you to be wrestling for the other promotions instead of instead of the MWO? Like 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 when you first first started wrestling for the other promotion? Yeah, it was very weird. It was it was, I was scared because. Um, 
I didn't know how people will, you know, take me in type. Yeah. And then I didn't know if I can hang with the wrestlers on the independent level. So I'm like, oh, man. But my first my first match, uh, he was like, hey, man, you know, like, where you come from? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, MWOs. And he like, what? Like, really? He's like, oh, we got to get you on my show. And then that's how that's how that stuff happened. So it okay. was... Um, so I, I got my confidence up with that. And then, uh, but I was still, like, my first independent show was at XI. And they, the crowd hated me because they didn't know me, but they will let you know. And I'm like, man, I, how can I get this crowd on my side? They did not like me. And then, but gradually, though, they started getting behind me. So now it's a different story if you see me out there wrestling now. But when I first started, woo, that was tough. That's that's a make or break. <laughs> now I speaking of XI, I got some info off off of uh I don't know, some website. Anyway, cagematch.com. <laughs> and uh it it's got you listed as the XICW light heavyweight champion. Are you still are you still the XI? Yeah. Oh okay. When did you win that and uh how long ago? Um, Roughly. I want to say I want, it was. It had to be back in August. Like my memory sucked, but it had to be back in August. XI was having a, a, a house party shows, and okay. um, so it had to be back in August. August or September, I think it's when I won it. So had they stripped you of the belt okay. yet for the thirty-day rule? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. That was, that was probably that was probably before your time, wasn't it? <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, uh, how how many uh, different promotions would you say you've worked for at this point? Wow, a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. I will just to give a number out. I would say uh, between fifteen and twenty. Okay. Now, yeah. any any match any matches uh, stand out that you want to specifically mention? Um, you know, as, as being some of your some of your favorites on, on the um, indie scene. Or? I had a match with uh, MM3 for okay. the Midwest heavy, heavyweight title uh, in XI. That that match stood out to me because I was MM3 is a good wrestler. I'm not I'm not saying he's not a good wrestler, but I was sick that day. I was like. I'm talking about, like, throwing up sick. And I was just like, man, I couldn't breathe. My nose was stuffed up. And I was like, man, I can't. I don't. I want to still have the match because I didn't want to disappoint whatever because they, they advertised it and all that. So, yeah. um, But we went out there. And then a lot of people were like, man, you were sick. Well, I even know. You can't even tell you were sick. I was like, man, I was in that ring dying. I could <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I was begging for help. Like, hold on. But, uh... <laughs> Um, but that match stood out. Yeah, that match stood out to me. And then um, matches with Aaron O'Ryan. Like, me and Aaron, we always have great matches. I don't know why. I guess because we're best friends and we know each other. But okay, my matches with Aaron O'Ryan, it's always good. All right. Um, now, did you uh, – the, the XICW thing, uh, is it called – Wrestling with a with a vet that that contest that they do. Yeah, you know, is that what it's called? Wrestling with a vet. 
But it's yep. like a shoot. It's like a shoot contest, right? Correct. Did you did you win that, or was that other members of of DTA? Oh, I did not win. Okay. I, I was in that. I was in I'm that competition. That I was in that competition three times, and I got <laughs> screwed. I got screwed each time, and I'm like, man, what is going? On? I'm talking about each time they. I was so mad that that competition makes you mad. Like you will grow really? gray hairs in that competition because it's so stressful, and it and it. I was so upset. So my first time I was in it. My vet was Christopher or Orlando Christopher. So at the time, Orlando Christopher decided he wanted to quit. And he oh. just quit mid-competition. So when, oh. if your vet don't show up, then that team loses. So that's how I got out. So I'm like, okay. all right, whatever. So the, <laughs> so the second time, uh, second time I did, a, I had to sub in for somebody. And uh, so we made it to the bottom two, whatever. But you get crowd participation, so you got to cut a promo, and then the crowd decides who they want. So they'd be like, do you guys want Jack Price and um, I had the Matisse Tiger? And they like, yeah! You know, I'm talking about, like, screaming so loud. Yeah! And then uh, they like, do you guys want Johnny Divine and um, Cyrus the team? they like, boo! So I'm like, oh, we got it. And then yeah. out of nowhere, Johnny, Johnny Divine start beating me with a kendo stick and i'm like what is going on i'm like oh man and then uh they like and your winner is johnny divine i'm like get out of here i'm like do y'all hear the crowd like the crowd is setting for us but then y'all you know then we get to the back i'm like what happened they was like uh you know he did something different he he thought on his head i'm like that's not a part of the world <laughs> if that was the case we would have been doing that type of stuff so I lost, I lost that, and then the we had <laughs> you getting me so into it now. And then um, one season it was a it was a trios, and uh, we made it all the way to the finals. So we're like, all right, we got this. So we did the thing, boom, 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 and we lost by two points. I'm like, man, okay, I I quit, you know. And then uh, so I came at it again. So I did it four times. So I came at it again. And I lost the first round with I was I was teaming with Sam Bill and we lost the first round. And I'm like, man, I'm never doing this competition ever again. So next time, so next time they had a competition, I'm a I'm gonna apply for the, to be a judge. <laughs> well, how, be how, how long before you're considered a vet in there? Uh, so that's a lot of things people get confused with. So like. The rookie, you're not you're not a rookie in the in the wrestling business. You're just a rookie in XI. Okay. Yeah, and then a vet, you know, you just if you've been in XI for like a two years or so, you know, that's how they that's how they go about that. It's not it's not the typical rookie vet type scenario. Yeah, Levi, okay. Levi Blue has been on with us a couple times and talked about that. You can check that out in our Wrestling Tonight archives on, on TV or YouTube, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> was, that called very... was that called Progress Wrestling? No. What are you uh, talking about? No. You know, he's, talk, he's talking about XICW. Oh, yeah. Okay, Wrestling with the Vet. I got that, I got that mixed up because I remember Levi talking about that, but he was also talking about Progress Wrestling, too. My bad. Okay. 
before before I forget, I want to help you uh, get a little plug out there. Um, you have some merchandise up on ProWrestlingTees.com. If anybody's looking for some Black Diamond Jack Price merchandise, uh, what kind of what kind of stuff do you have out there, and how can they purchase this? Um, so you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Black Diamond, and then my page will pop up. So um, right now. You know, I gotta I gotta come up with some new designs right now. So right now I got I got four designs on there. Um, one's a it's like a cartoon version of myself. I think a, that's the one white... that I used to advertise this. Oh uh, yeah, this yeah, interview. yep, okay. yep, that one. It it comes in black or white, and then I have a, another cartoon version of myself doing what I you know being goofy. I call it the you know that's how I look on <laughs> look okay. on the shirt, uh, and then I have a um, like type uh, like a Black Lives Matter type justice type shirt. So it's like a um, it's like a black diamond with a with a fist inside of it, and okay. um, saying uh, you know do we have your attention now type type gimmick. But um, so those only the four items I got, but it's new items being made. So. Uh, Okay. Get those. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, go ahead, Brace. Were you going to say something? Oh, do you ever have any of the uh, gimmick tables? At shows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got, uh, you know, we got pictures, pins, stickers, um, shirts, whatever, you know. We're trying to... There's trying a lot of... There's a lot of DTA merchandise out there too, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yep. Okay, cool. Are, are is the DTA as a faction? Are they on Pro Wrestling Tees too, or is it just your personal stuff right now? No, uh, DTA as a faction is also on uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. But anything, anything you want to find out with DTA, you can you can log in to or not log in, but check out um, our website, DeathThirdArmy.com. And you can find out everything what's going on with Death Guard Army. Okay. Um, now, a, as a faction, uh, were, were, are you the, were you guys looking to the, the, the past? I mean, were you guys kind of looking at a previous faction that you guys kind of wanted to be a modern-day day version of? Or were you guys just all kind of like, let's just, let's just do, do our own thing? Or do you guys consider yourself like a modern day version of like one of the older factions? Um, nah, we I, I, to be we wanted to just do our own thing. Like we wanted to be our own faction, you know. Like uh, right. we wanted to be remembered down the road, you know, when when our time is up in the business. And um, but the main thing that we wanted to do with this faction is give back. That was the main goal for Aaron Orion and myself was to give back and help wrestlers coming up, guide them in the right direction because we didn't have that guidance when we were coming up. You know, like I said, I didn't know nothing. And uh, so the stuff, the knowledge we do know, we try to give back and help, help uh, you know, Alex Weir, Adam Wick, Tommy Vendetta, Isaiah Bronner, uh, those four guys, tremendous athletes. 
and you know we we we're they call us Papa Papa Ryan and Papa Price, you know. But uh, <laughs> okay. we want to we trying to help guide them, you know, help them excel in their careers, and um, just give back. That's that's our goal with our factory, though, just giving back and um, trying to be the. We want to be known as uh, like the workhorse and like the guys that it. You know, we do whatever the promoter asks us to do. Basically, like we don't, we don't care. We we put over a green guy. Like we put over anybody. We just want everybody to succeed. So that's our that's our motto. Man, that's a great attitude. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah it definitely is. Um, <clears throat> so obviously, right now the the landscape of indie wrestling's especially in Michigan has, has changed for the last, last so many months. Um, do you have any, any upcoming shows? I mean, there's still people that are like, like you mentioned before, they were doing like kind of like the secret stuff in people's at people's houses for venues. Uh, do you have anything, any shows coming up? Uh, my first show will be January 2nd at, um, at Lima, Ohio, for nice. War Wrestling. Okay. Yeah, so I'll I'll be there whooping butt. I guess uh, Exper What are you doing to keep in shape? Uh, I go to the gym almost every day. Um, so I'm doing that, and then uh, so you the, know, the gyms are still. With are the gyms still open then? I mean, I know they were closed and they opened back up. I thought they well, closed my, back down. Yeah, my gym is open. I don't oh. know. Oh, you got your own. Know. Okay. Well, no, I I work out at <laughs> I work out at uh, Planet Fitness, so my my Planet Fitness is open. So I don't I don't know how the other ones are going. But. Okay. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to mention too, um, I. I don't know if you want to talk about this or not. If, if you don't want to, you don't have to. But uh, at one point, it looked like you were trying to pursue a, a music career. Um, <laughs> are you still involved in that at all or, or, or no? Or has uh, wrestling just kind of taken over, over everything? You probably don't have a whole lot of time for it, do you? Right. So before wrestling, that's what I was doing, music. Uh, so from when I got out of job course until I – uh, got into uh, MWO. That's what I was doing, just music, and um, and then it faded away because you know wrestling's my love. And then I tried to bring it back. Like I still love music, and I and I still write and stuff. And then now I'm doing um, you know, music videos. Like I do music videos. I'm not I'm not the greatest at it yet, but I'm I'm you know I'm getting I'm learning. Me. And, so uh, you're like pr producing music videos for for other artists? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I always wanted to like besides wrestling, I always wanted to be a uh, like a director. Like I I wanted to make movies. Like I'm working on I'm working on a a movie script now. You know, a little like a low budget type B roll movie type thing. But you know, I'm working on that, and I just that's just something I always wanted to do. Like something on camera or behind camera you know uh, that's something that's i wanted cool. to do that's yeah. cool is uh i mean you don't have to give us any spoilers but is is the script uh wrestling related at all 
<laughs> uh, no. So, <laughs> the, so I could give you something. So it's like a it's like a a horror flick love story kind of. So it's like uh, <laughs> it's like uh, it's funny though, but it, it's kind of cool though. But it's like um, so it's two serial killers. It's a female and a guy, and they use the dating site <laughs> as how how they find their prey, whatever. Oh, okay. And then uh, and then they find each other, but they fall in love with each other, but they still want to kill each other because that's what they do. But they don't know. <laughs> Okay. They don't know. They don't know one another is, you know, a serial killer. So, man, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, I mean, I was laughing. So, is it meant to be kind of like a dark comedy type deal, or is it going to be straight up horror? Horror, yeah, like a like a dark comedy. Okay. All yeah. right. Those are my favorites, anyway. Well, how'd you come up yeah. with that scenario? How'd you come up? I don't. With that? I don't know, man. That's interesting. I was. <laughs> I was just, you know, just up thinking and stuff. And then I was like, man, that'd be, you know, I'm like, everybody always do a love story. And then, yeah. uh, you know, everybody do it. I'm like, what if the killers fall in love with each other? And then they try to kill each other. But it, it, it reminded me of uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You remember that? <laughs> oh, was that the... Uh, I never I remember Brad it. Pitt and somebody else? Yep. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I know, I know this. Yeah. I know the game. Yeah, I never it's saw kinda, that one either. It's kind of the same thing, but, you know, I'll make it. Uh, people won't remember that movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never saw that one. But, uh, How about that? I got something in the movies. I'm happy. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. I just wanted to uh, play a little game here, and then and then we'll let you go. I know you're a very okay. busy man, so. Uh, <laughs> okay. We uh, Sometimes we like to play. Uh, a, a little game on here, uh, a little, um, well, it's not, it's not a trivia game, but just to get your opinion on something. So okay. uh, since you are a member of like one of the hottest factions out there right now, I just wanted to ask you guys simply, and Brace Beamer will uh, participate too, uh, who do you think would win out of these factions that I'm going to give you? I'm going to give you two factions. Tell me who you would think uh, would win. Uh, the first okay. one which faction would win the heart foundation or the latino world order oh heart foundation good answer yeah. good answer i'll second i'll second that although the lwo doesn't get the credit that they deserve they they uh they they cut their legs off before they they really had a chance to to run with that in my opinion yeah, they yeah, should have had a different true, gimmick. Instead of the LWO, they just should have been something else, you know? Yeah. It worked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Heck yeah. All right. Who would win? The Dungeon of Doom or Devastation Incorporated? Jack, I hope you know who they are. I know who the Dungeon of Doom is, but I don't I don't know the other one. Yeah. I'll say, I'll now, say you got me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my research now. But um, they're a little bit before your time. So Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll go with Dungeon of Doom because I, I know them. <laughs> yeah, we're talking like General Skandar Akbar, like going back to his his families, his stables. I li I like those guys. I'll take I'll I'll take the the uh, Devastation Inc. 
Yeah, he he kind of just so you know, he kind of carried that wherever he went. Like he had a version of it in world class wrestling. He had a he had a version of it in UWF uh, Mid South too. And and he was kind of like it was almost like a precursor to uh, to the Dungeon of Doom because he'd always kind of get like the fringe type guys or the goon type guys to be in mm-hmm. his. As a matter of fact, I think One Man Gang was probably in both factions. At least, if not some of the others. Oh, Kamala might have been also. Um, so. Oh. Hey, hey, Mad Dog, can I can I slip in here for a second? Yeah. I just thought of something. Hey, hey, Jack, do you uh, have you ever gone back and watched any of like the smaller territories, like any any of the shows or any of the matches? You know, like Memphis or Florida or you know any any of the groups. In I Texas? have. What do you think of that stuff compared yep. compared to now? It's funny because it's it's the same thing, um, like indie promotions are doing now, kind of. Yeah. You know, like you know, you got the 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 uh, studio, the studio, like how we was wrestling at a uh, ON TV. Yeah. Like that environment, it was it was the same thing, but I, I never I never knew that. I just thought, you know, oh, okay. when we did the ON when we did ON TV, I was like, oh, this this different, you know. <laughs> but I never knew that this had already been done type stuff. So it, it was it was kind of cool to see that as you know keeping a tradition alive type thing. And um but I I like those enclosed uh promotions better. Like it seemed like that was like the Memphis promotion with Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Like he he did he did so good. Like it, he was so good. Like he, he was he's underrated too though, but yeah, he's my favorite uh, of all time. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like those type of promotions. So do you pick anything up from those guys? Like the, you know, because it was a different style, you know, and the, the interviews were different. It was kind of presented a little mm-hmm. bit different. Have, have you mm-hmm. have you picked anything up from that? And I, I just ask because, like, you know, Mad Dog and I, we love the old school stuff, you know. And we just kind of like, uh, look for it. Yeah. Like, I... I I do now. I watch a lot of, um, you know, back in the day type wrestling. Yeah. And um, uh, I try to watch a lot of Arn Anderson back back in the heyday. But like I picked up a lot of you know being patient in the ring. You know, taking your time. Uh, nice. You don't gotta. You don't have to do, you know, all these moves like ba 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 ba. Just do a big move and let it sell. Look at the crowd, talk your stuff, you know, or whatever you want to do, and yeah. uh, let it sell. It's, it's it's all about selling, and like a lot of a lot of guys might say that I oversell a lot, but I I rather oversell than no sell for it, you know. But um, I like yeah. I just like to make the the people look good. So I, nice. I I like the the psychology they had back in back in the day. That's that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just something, uh, you know, is there such a thing as overselling at this point? I mean, with, with all the stuff that people have done, uh, emotions that are out there now, I mean, come on. It's so Uh, crazy, man. (laughs) Uh, just, I, I got, I got two more of those questions for you guys. And then, uh, just a couple more. Um, who would win between the Four Horsemen and Degeneration X? Oh, the original four horsemen. four horsemen. Huh? 
horseman. Good I'll answer. Take the I'll take the horseman as well. What about you, Mad Dog? Horseman. Oh yeah, horseman all day. I never, <laughs> I never, I never jumped on the DX train at all. Yeah, yeah. you know that. <laughs> and uh, one more. Who would win, the New World Order, or the Death oh. Threat Army? Oh come <laughs> on, man! You know Death Threat all day. Come on, man, dog. Those guys, those guys are, you know, we're too fast. We're too fast. We'll take, we'll take care of it so fast. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Just because of the, I'll agree just because of the work, you know. I mean, and not like all the moves and everything, but I don't know. Like the NWO just got like too old too quick for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, I mean, you know, I didn't specify who from the NWO. I mean, it could have been. Uh, you know, Mike Rotundo and, and Virgil and Scott Norton and uh, oh. some of those other guys. They did a great Scott job, Norton. Though, you know. Scott Norton looked like he a, he a hurt somebody. <laughs> he could in real life. But I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, taking nothing away from those guys, but, you know, NWO just got ridiculous at one it point did. with all the guys that they added. But, uh, it did, man. <laughs> uh, so... Oh, I guess that's it. Uh, I, thought, I, I thought I had something. I thought I had another question, but uh, that's it for those. Um, well, hey, I got a question. Uh, do you have, like, any matches? Like, do you have your own, like, YouTube page or, you know, Facebook page or something? Do you have, like, a bunch of matches out there where anybody interested can go out and just kind of take a look at your stuff? Um, like if you go to YouTube, all you gotta type in, it's weird that this can happen, but all you gotta type in is, uh, Jack Price Wrestling, and then all my matches pop up. That's so weird. Okay, it, cool. just, it just pops up, and it, it's already in a search engine bar, like when you just type in Jack, and then put a P, and then it'll come up, Jack Price Wrestling, you're like, what the heck? And then I you click it, and, and all, all my matches come up. Hey, that's I thought, that was so I weird thought... to me when I. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying that when I when I happened, that was so weird. I was like, "Who did this? Like, how <laughs> how is this possible right here?" But oh, and you can actually search yourself. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did that before as Brace Beamer referee. You know, because there's Brace Beamer used to be the Radio Lone Ranger. You know. Uh -huh. So there, there was a, a little point there where I would type Brace Beamer wrestling and then like a couple of things would come up. So <laughs> I know what you mean. Probably not <laughs> from you though. <laughs> okay, I found I found my other questions. I was I was not wrong. I did have a couple more. Just uh just real quick. Okay. Uh, one wrestler, past, present, future, whatever. Who uh, if you could only wrestle one more match, uh, who would you pick it to be against? Uh, Ray Mysterio. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. a big Ray fan in the I beginning will. too. Yeah, it it it'll be him or or Eddie, but either one, it don't matter. But it it'll be Ray Mysterio WCW days. Well, who do you okay. think is the greatest, the best? We'll call him like worker. You know, like from an inside perspective, who do you think was was the best? 
just worker, not necessarily like best with the crowd or best interview, but in range of all time. Who's, who, um, who's your GOAT? Ooh, of all time. Um, yeah, I'll go with Eddie. Like, Eddie can work with anybody. He was, that was a, he was another, like, like Arn Anderson type, type worker. Like, yeah. But Eddie Guerrero, that's, yeah, he he can go with anybody. You can put him in. Everybody, everybody that been in the ring with Eddie got nothing but good things to say about him. So, yeah, he had a ground game too, good. you know. Yeah, very versatile. Yeah. Versatile. Cool. All right, uh, <laughs> one more one more question. Who uh, okay. uh, out of like all the indie promotions out there, have have, have anybody sent any? Uh, I'm talking. I'm talking like the bigger ones. Let's say, let's say Ring of Honor, AEW, uh, even Impact. Have uh, have any of these these guys reached out to you, or or even like DTA? Um. So fun fun fact, uh, a story that so uh, a a very known person approached myself, Aaron O'Ryan, and. Uh, Tommy Vendetta at a at a show before COVID, and he was like, uh, you know, he's very calm. Uh, he's he's very he's a calm person. You 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 know, I show my respect when I see him, but I try not to talk to him because I don't know if he even want me to come up and talk to him. You know, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. he approached he approached us, so I'm like, oh man, somebody done messed up. Like what what happened? You know, and then. Um, <laughs> So he like, man, I really love you guys. I follow you guys. I, I love your work. And then we looking at each other like, what the <laughs> heck is going on? You know? And then um, so he was like, AEW is coming to Detroit, and I'm the booker for the dark matches, whatever. And I want you guys on. We like, oh, you know, I'm like, this our chance right here, you know. Right. And then COVID hit, and I'm like, golly. So, um, so yeah. that that happened to us. And then, uh, you know, we got, you know, we got other promotions. I'm not, I'm not gonna say no one's looking because you never know. You never know who's watching. To right. be honest. So, yeah. Um, you know, we know people that's in Impact, and then we know people that's in other promotions. You know, Ring of Honor and stuff. But you never know. I, it, I can get a phone call tomorrow or something. I don't know, but. Right, but I know I know for sure about that that dark match with AEW because I I remember that. But the other stuff okay. I don't know. Hopefully right. Impact is watching me because I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people there. So hopefully that's yeah. my goal is Impact right now. I'm trying to get to Impact. But. Okay. Aside from working out, are are you like with anybody? Just kind of keeping the wrestling skills sharp. You get your hands on anybody, or is it just all weights at this point? I was just all weights, man. Uh, the only the only sparring partner I have is uh, my two year old daughter. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get we get down all the time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> training right. the training the second generation, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's my goal. My my oldest two, they're they're not they're not too enthused about about the wrestling now since they're older yeah. so i got one more chance and then my, my wife my wife is trying to get 
my, my wife was trying to get a uh, another one out of me, but I'm not. That's not gonna happen. I can't do another baby. So I'm not. So uh, I got my last baby right here, and I'm trying to make it work. She's gonna be my wrestler. So. Okay. Well, make sure she does not watch this then. Uh, yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah, hopefully things will get back to normal here soon. And, uh, you know, I, I expect, I've always expected great things out of you, but, uh, you know, you specifically, the, the DTA faction, um, I'm looking forward to seeing where, where you guys end up in the future. And uh, we really appreciate you coming on here. Thanks again. Hey, man, I, it was a blast, man. Thanks for having me. Finally, like a year to making almost. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anytime. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jack, man. Great interview. Hey, no job. problem. And anytime you, you want to come back, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try not to make it another year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Just let me know and I'm down. All right, man. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. All right, brother. Same with you guys. All right. Take it easy, right. now. Take, take it easy, and uh, anybody else that's watching, uh, just stay tuned for uh, on the ONTV page or the um, the uh, My Butch Blood page for future shows of Wrestling Tonight. And uh, Brace Beamer, thank you for being here again. Hey, no problem. Hey, and if anybody's uh, tired of looking at Netflix or whatever, go check out our archives on YouTube and on TV. Got some good stuff in there. Good interview. Perfect time to like, do it when you're yeah. in lock, lockdown. Perfect time. That's right. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next time. And thanks again, Jack. You're, you're hey, thank you. Thank you.